up, Neil? How's it going? Hey, Cal. How are you? I'm, I'm doing do well, thanks. I'm doing great, thank you. How about yourself? I am doing very well. I'm doing very well. This is actually episode one of season two. Mm-hmm. As we always said, we did it. I can't believe it. We did it. And after one full season, we're still doing it somehow. <laughs> right? And who knows? Indeed. And with us, we have our special guest, Paul Grosso. Paul, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, Absolutely. <laughs> so, not to put any pressure on you, Paul, but you are the first guest of season two. Um, we finished strong, I think, in season one, Neil. We did Absolutely. a good job. I think you did excellent. It is definitely good to be back after, what, about three months? Three yep. months. And uh, Paul, you just kind of fell in our lap today, didn't you? Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I can set the bar high for the season opener. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I think you're going to fit the bill just right. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, our history goes back decades, although me and you just met like two, month, two and a half months ago. Yep, yep. So I played soccer with your brother Tom. Uh, knew your family, you know, growing up uh, all the way basically through high school. And then we all went our separate ways. And actually, uh, Ryan Maxey, who was a guest last season, played with us. So, But never actually met you until uh, it was October 10th when me and Maxey went to Ben Harper. Yep. At the Royal Oak Music Theater. And, you know, we're on our way down and all of a sudden I get a message from uh, Tom, your brother. He's like, hey, I'll be there. <laughs> like, sweet, you know. You know, meet up for a beer or whatever. It helps that Tom and Paul, they're like six, eight. Yeah. <laughs> so Tom finds ran away, and then out of a sudden, he's like, holy shit, there's my brother. Right, right. <laughs> he had no idea that Paul was even going to be there. So no, like, Tom, Tom and I had worked together all day. Uh-huh. And then at the end of the day, all right, you have a good night, you have a good night. And then next thing you know, I go down with my group of friends, and I'm there talking to him. I look over, and I'm like, hey. My brother's over there, you know, <laughs> <laughs> kind of surprised. He w- should have been asking me, though. Like, I go to, you know, 20, 30 concerts a year where right. Tom goes to, like, two or three. Like, oh, Paul might be down there. Maybe uh-huh. I'll say something. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have him on, and we'll get his side of that. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Funniest thing is you guys are sitting there working together all day. Right. But, you know, work's work, right? Exactly, exactly. But Ben Harper, man, that was... Always oh, a sweet show. Yeah, yeah. I've been seeing him for years and always just puts on a phenomenal live show. And, and I mean, Royal Oak Music Theater, which is iconic for Michigan, right? Um, maybe 1,700, 1,800 people, maybe 2,000. Yeah, I think around 2,000. But it feels a lot smaller because it has the balcony level, yeah. you know, the, the mezzanine. So you have people up there. So, like, I was literally, I felt like I could touch them. Right, right, yeah. My shirt almost did. Right. <laughs> That's right. I remember seeing that fly yeah, up on the stage. Not my shiniest moments. <laughs> he played soccer, not football. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so at that point, I think I was like two or three people back. I yeah. pushed all the way up yet. And I'm like, then posting Ben Harper, you know, stories and stuff. And he's actually looking at him. I'm like, shit, you know, but never, you know, engages or follows or anything. Well, I had my two dude shirt on, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, "Oh, fuck it! I have something else on underneath." So I'm in like trying to, you know, look like a T-Rex taking this shirt off, <laughs> and then I throw it like what? And it lands right on the stage in between Ben Harper and the bass player, and it was up there for like the last seven or eight songs. 
Never even looked at it. Sat there the entire time. They end, they walk off the stage, right? And I go up there, and it's still there, and everyone's leaving, and they're telling me I got to leave. I say to the guy that's cleaning up, I'm like, hey, can you make sure Ben gets that shirt? Looks at me and goes, who? Oh, my gosh, shit. I wanted to say, can I just have the damn thing back? But no, that was a super cool show. And you mentioned, how many times do you think you've seen Ben Harper then? I'm probably like 12, 13 times. Yeah, I've seen him. Well, you know, I <clears> caught him down in Austin City Limits a few times. I used to travel for work, so I caught him in uh, Georgetown by Washington, D.C. one time with some friends. Nice. Um, yeah, so I've, I've seen him quite a bit. So I've probably seen, I would say probably seven now, maybe seven oh, or eight. Yeah. Like the first time was it was Dave Matthews band when Dave was blowing up in like I think it was '96 and, that might and he was the opener so I'm like <laughs> it was I hadn't heard of him I'm like you know oh, what I'll go check him out I'm I think kidding. we were probably there and I think it was Ben Harper, Freddie Jones band and Dave Matthews yeah it, it might, was a three okay and, and I, I remember you. that was the first time I ever really saw Ben Harper and they literally it was Pine Knob. Yep. And if you're looking at the stage, he was like in the very front left corner and just never got off the slide. Because right, that right. was like right when he was his like first album. Exactly. So he was just jamming the whole time like, holy crap, what the hell is this? Exactly. You know, this is amazing. Exactly. And then, yeah, Freddie Jones came on behind and then Dave Matthews. That yep. was when like one of their first or second like big... Big tours, uh, yeah. We were Pine Knob. Because, and I saw... Ben Harper, that was one of my solo concerts in Cincinnati. All right. And then in San Diego. Yeah. Yeah, we were, uh, that was when Paul infamously took the nap. Yeah. And <laughs> not this Paul. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I have a problem with Paul. Yeah. No, yeah, he, uh, it was an outdoor in Cal- in San Diego at, at some college. And Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson opened, opened up. up yeah. And then they did some songs together. Mm-hmm. That was super cool. So what is it? You've obviously been to like hundreds of shows. We got all the concert stuff or ticket stubs. We got the spreadsheet which you're gonna get into. But what is it about live music for you? Like when did it start? What was the first show and how did it just get out of control? <laughs> well it, it started it started with my mom kinda. Not the live music, but the love of music. Okay. My mom always had to have the radio on in the house, you know, tape playing in the car, you know, always music on. Like whereas I'd get in the car after my dad. And it'd just be silent. <laughs> so, so she got me to start loving music. And then, you know, I started having an older sister to kind of put music in front of me. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like the police. I, in fifth grade, I was super into the police. <laughs> I wanted to go see them. They were doing their synchronicity final tour. I wanted to go see it. And, you know, the parents were like, no. You're not going. So Neil's a huge stink. Okay, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Talented. I just think he's too much because he's a good looking man, talented. (laughs) It's like what else can you got got going for him? I'm over here trying to do a podcast. (laughs) Right. right. Stuart Copeland is an awesome drummer. Yeah, yeah. So I did finally get to see him at the palace. I think they did a reunion tour maybe early two thousands. I finally got to see him. But um but so that, you know, fed my love of music. Then finally, 1986, summer after eighth grade, in excess is touring. I'm like, nice. Mom, Dad, I want to go to this. And me and my friend Billy, they drop us off at Meadowbrook. You know, this is, you know, we're 
13 years old, you know, just after eighth grade. Oh, wow. Just drop us off and like, all right, we'll pick you up at the same spot afterwards. Where it's like a different scene nowadays oh, because yeah. it's like cell phones. <laughs> yeah. Well, with it, people. They're like, all right. survived. Right, yeah. They're like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> go. I do one there. I got home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Hopefully we'll see you in two and a half hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you saw NXS. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, I love NXS. I know. Yeah, I was. I got to see him a few times. Like there was the Meadowbrook, and I saw him again at Pine Knob. But Meadowbrook, so and that's amazing that your first show was NXS. Yeah, <laughs> no, really. like a lot of people have. Like, oh, I don't know if I want to tell you what my first show is. You know, Mine was Aerosmith, nineteen ninety. Aerosmith, oh, okay. Tour, so so that's a good Joan one. Jett opened up. It right. was a good bill. I was right. fifteen. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because you know when you're thirteen, fourteen, you're making questionable decisions right. yeah. as in music. <laughs> and that was the same thing. Uh, we went with my friend's mom, <clears throat> but she drove us there, and then they used to have the parents' quiet room. And we went to the concert, so, I mean, just three 15-year-olds just, like, owning the world. Right. And it was awesome. That was it. From that point forward, I'm like, I got to go to more of these. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. So that just fueled me. Then after that, it just kept building and building, and then just, yeah. So what is it about the actual shows when you get in there? I just, you know, it, it's special. It's, you know, that night, it's, you know... It's the stories they're telling, the, you know, the connecting with the audience, especially, like, when you see people that come through, like, and play the same ones, you know, because they're, they're traveling all over, and they come back to Detroit, and, you know, I like going to the smaller venue shows now, uh-huh. like, you know, Magic Stick, The Ark, you know, the Magic Bag, you know, yeah. little, it's a little more intimate, but just, it's just something about it, it's, you know, and that I always wrestle with that, right? Because some of the bands I want to see, they're only in the stadiums, right? Right. So it's like, and not to mention the cost of that. Yeah, no, shows. and it's hard to like. It's hard to justify. Like, I'll see somebody. Like, I saw the Avett Brothers a couple mm-hmm. times at the Ark. Nice. Love and you know, just little tiny place or whatever. And it's like, well, I don't, I don't go see him at the Fillmore now. With, you know, <laughs> right. six thousand people. <laughs> I got to see him with three hundred people. I want to go back to that. <laughs> Which, yeah, like when we went to Magic Bag and saw Mud Honey. Oh my God, that was I, I, unbelievable. Yeah, you know, one of the best all around shows I've been to in a long time. Um, another venue, the Majestic. Majestic Theater in Detroit, where it's just basically an open area with a stage and a bar. Right, yeah, yeah that pretty one. much. But uh, Bakar, I don't know if you're familiar with him. Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, more recent stuff, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's coming in like June. I'm like, God, I haven't been to Majestic in a long time. <laughs> you know, I know a handful, like six of his songs or something. Right, right. It's super cool to get back there, you know. Or, no, my like my that. youngest would probably want to go because I think he's blowing up on TikTok. I, yeah. At least one of his tunes. <laughs> like, oh yeah, this is on TikTok, Dad. And speaking of smaller venues, we touched on it before we started recording, but the sweatshirt that you have on, the Heartless Bastards. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> we we were at, you and I were actually at the same yeah. show and didn't know it. Exactly, right. <laughs> right, I was a tall guy in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> but thankfully, I was able to sit up on the ledge there, so I was I was able to see, but. But, uh, we and we always talk about this question too. What is it about it? You know, and it's just it. It always comes back to it's like the energy, yeah. it's the anticip- anticipation leading up to it. You know, the small venues. Like when I walked in to see Ben Harper, and I'm like, holy crap! You know, like you're so close, right? And, and then you go to Comerica or LCA or something like, you know, and if you ain't paying five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. You ain't seeing shit. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So you end up paying more for the experience and saying you're right. there more than the, you know, we got coming up uh, Royal Oak Music Theater again is uh, Portugal the Man. 
which mm-hmm. is in uh, February. That might be a fun one. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You should go. Yes, I, <laughs> you a lot of times it's like where I'm on the fence or whatever, and then I'll get a call like right like two days before. Hey, man, I got extra tickets for this. You want to go? Like I've got two friends that are veterans, and they're on this service called VetTix.com. Uh huh. So they're always getting free tickets through that. So like I'll be like, I don't know if I want to go to that show. And he's like, Oh, I just got free tickets for it. I'm like, All right, to this <laughs> one. <I'm gonna> <laughs> so that. We you were telling me about that. We went and saw uh, Liz Fair yep. at the Masonic, the Cathedral. Yeah, the Cathedral. You had to part. set me straight. Right. I'm like, oh yeah. my god, I'm finally at the Masonic. Yeah. And we made you know, in between the vans. He's like, you gotta understand, this is the Cathedral. <laughs> it's not right. really so the, the temple. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> there's a big venue, the Masonic right. yeah. Temple. But then they have a smaller cathedral to the side. That jeez, you know, I didn't know. Yeah, I had no idea. So we're at the cathedral for the right, which is better. It's smaller, yeah, it's yeah. more intimate. That was a really yeah. cool show, and actually, right Blonde Shell opened up, who yep. was actually really good. Yeah, too. yeah, I enjoyed that. That's something uh, in my older age. I'm actually going way ahead of time, seeing the opening acts, and finding yep. out that holy crap, some of these bands really. Are yeah, awesome. yeah. Hoover Three before Mud Honey, Blonde uh-huh. Shell before Liz Fair, and I think you guys said uh, what, All Right Maybe's. Yep. Uh, did okay. a pretty before good job before Heartless Bastards. Yeah. So. It's like I always used to be the guy pre-party, and then get in there right before that first song. Right. right. No, the openers, and then if you like them, you can go hang out at the merch booth afterwards. Yeah. You know? <laughs> my my favorite story with an opener. So there's this guy Anderson East. We ended up seeing him like three times in a six-month span, and he was opening for all these different bands. So like. By the third time, we're like, this guy seems familiar. Like, we, but, but his best line when he came out on stage is like, "Hey, thank you guys for coming out. I'm just the opener, and I, I realize the opener is just kind of like a blind date you didn't ask for. So thanks for listening." <laughs> <laughs> and that happened to us at Mud Honey. Yeah, Hoover um, Three. We, I wanted. To, I found out from our buddy saw him in Chicago a couple days before, and they have readers. And my eyes are starting to go. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? I've never had a pair. I want to get the mud honey one. So I wanted to get the really. <laughs> and I get in the merch line. Neil went and grabbed beers, I think, and Kennedy went and stood in the spot. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm standing there, and you know, people are talking. And I'm like, whatever. You know, twenty people are in there at this point, right? And I notice this guy sitting there, and he's got a Hoover sweatshirt. And I'm like, oh, are you the merch guy for the band? I'm in the band. I'm like, oh, shit, man, I'm sorry. And actually, I'm from Two Dudes because I posted them on my story earlier, and they liked it. And actually, they shared it or whatever. He's like, oh, wait, you're the Two Dudes guy. <laughs> so like, I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I'm like, so what do you do in the band? Please sing her. Right. <laughs> It pays to do a little bit of homework. Like, <laughs> right. I'll double check on look on I'm Wikipedia or find I'm like, sorry, notes. man. I'm like, I honestly, just heard about you like two days ago. You know, but then <laughs> after they played, you know, like you said, I went and talked to them and got a picture. They're super cool. And I tell you what, Hoover Three, you need to check yeah. them out. Yeah, and they're young dudes. Yeah, they're out of L.A. Um, and they just wrapped up with Mud Honey. They, I mean, it was a, a huge tour. I mean, small venues, but you know, right, right. Honestly, it was like thirty At, days, and they are having a fucking blast oh yeah oh yeah i'm sure hanging out with mud honey i mean and it's one of those it was a five piece drums which is like front and center because the drummer was insane uh-huh. guitar bass saxophone and keyboards so mm-hmm. it was like this eclectic group of you know and 
all the songs. I mean, it wasn't just you couldn't say, "Oh, they sound like this" because they were all over the board. It right. was sweet. Mm-hmm. But back to like the the openers. Yeah, now, here we are. We're talking about stuff that you know. <laughs> never thought I would even be on my radar. You know, right, like, three months ago. No, it's, you go in and like a lot of times I'm like, okay, I'm not even gonna listen to you. I'm gonna let them wow me. You know, mm-hmm. check them out and you know see. So that was that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I, I agree a hundred percent. And I actually posted this uh, poll on LinkedIn. Do you listen to the band on the way to the concert or do you not? I usually don't. Like, I, don't. I, I don't. I never. Like, I'll do it if I rope some friends in that have, I don't know who we're going to see. I'm like, all right, here's some tunes. For yeah. You give, but for me, no, I don't. I don't no, I never do either. Yeah. Do you? No. Yeah. Well, we were always together a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. Never. But you know what? I yeah. was like, it was 20-some votes, and like 80% people listened to it on the way there, which I was like, oh, shocked. Wow. And then I was like, you know, I said, do you listen to it on the way? And then tailgate, question mark. One was like, tailgate? I get in as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have a couple of beers. Especially in the summer shows yeah. and stuff. Well, know? even the winter shows, like before the Heartless Bastards, we get down to Ferndale, go get some oh, food yeah. at Howe's, you know? Yeah. And that's half the time, like at those places, well, like, so when we saw Deer Tick about a month or so ago, walk in and lead singer John McCauley sitting at the bar drinking a martini. You know, it's like... <laughs> where did you, you see Deer Tick at? They were at the Magic Bag yeah. also, yeah. Right yep, that's I got a, underneath. <laughs> 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 I love it. I'm not familiar with Deer Tick. I know like a song or two from uh, our buddy Keith. Yeah, Okay. check gotcha. him out. You know, it's kind oh. of, it's, you know, he's got a raspy kind of, you know, whiskey drenched voice but uh you know rock from providence i wouldn't say southern rock but it's kind of you know a folky rock okay. or whatever but okay yeah, it's like yeah. uh uncle tupelo or early Wilco yeah yeah or it's yeah yeah like not okay. quite as country more towards the rock side okay. but similar yeah okay. yeah nice huh i'll have to check that out for sure so another show that me and you just went to the liz fair one so that one was interesting because i actually uh of course, I always ask everyone in my family. Anyone want to go? No. Contact my brother because he was like a huge. I mean, he was like any woman singer in the '90s. He was all for it. Right, right. And I remember Shaq has the Paul a little affair. Right. <laughs> he probably would have, but no. Yeah. I mean, Liz Fair. Shoot, I like, went twice. <laughs> but so, I mean, when you look at the lineups, I mean, you can't oh yeah, beat it. yeah, and. uh Liz Fair is like, say, hey, you want to go? You know, she's doing it's the 30th anniversary of Exile in Guyville. And he's like, oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, it's a Sunday. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. And me and Neil are saying, we love the Sunday show. I do. I mean. I mean. Yeah, because you can go down there early, grab something to eat. You have mm-hmm. that full day. I mean, Monday's a little rough at work. Yeah. But, but Sunday. I'll- I tell you what, if I'm loading up PTO, I, a lot of times I'll take the day yeah, off the next yeah. day. <laughs> when we saw Mud Honey at the Magic Bag. When he ended, he goes, all right, we're done. Have fun at work tomorrow. It was such a downer. I'm like, whatever. I'm going to have a great day at work After tomorrow. After he's doing all his anti, you know, work and everything. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. But no, that show, so no one would, you know, I couldn't get anyone. So I was like, the day before, I'm like, you know what? I looked at my wife and, fuck it, I'm going. Yeah. He's like, all right, let him go. <laughs> it's a Sunday show, so I headed down there by myself. That was the third time ever. 
first was Ben Harper, and then two days later was Fish, and then I hadn't done it in like 20-some years. And, uh, of course, you know, I'm doing all my social media because I'm that guy now. And, of course, he's like, hey, I'll be there. (laughs) (laughs) So we met up in between. What did you think of that show? It, it was great. Like, I, you know, seeing Exile in Guyville just straight through from beginning to end, you know, just it transported me back to my college days. Yeah. Absolutely. Just <laughs> uh, yeah. And, I, you know, and I was never a huge Liz Fair fan, but for me, it was like, it was almost like I needed to be there. Right. You know, because it did. It took you back to that time, you know. And it was, oh, yeah. And I hate to say it, going to a concert alone is pretty fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. You know why? You don't have any, no responsibilities. You don't have to deal with anything. Right. Yep. You are on whatever you want to do, and you don't have to worry about if the person doesn't really like it or they're not having a good time, and you're just fucking in it. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, I'm going to probably do yeah. more of that. Oh, amen, amen. Yeah, I used to travel for work a bunch, so I was on the road 220 days out of the year. Oh, shit. And I would go pick up shows on the road. Like, mm-hmm. it, was, it was pre-internet where you get on your phone and look, like, I'd have to pick up the equivalent of, like, the Metro Times uh-huh. in that city uh, and yeah. you know what's times. going on. Yeah, and so I would go to a ton of solo shows back in those days. Like, Unreal. I that's love awesome. It. Yeah. It's always fun getting... Where do some of your funnest experiences or I, shows well, or venues... Well, so Austin City Limits Music Festival, the first year I went, 2003, I went by myself. I flew down there. My I had a co-worker that lived in Austin, and he, he was traveling like me or whatever. He's like, you know, I'll just leave. I'll ship you my keys, you know, back to the office. I'll leave my car at the... Uh, the airport parking lot when you fly in you can just grab it and keys to his condo and stuff but went there you know like he was out of town but three days of shows by myself but i you know you end up meeting people and stuff like that and kind of connecting or whatever but it's amazing did you crash your buddy's place and bring back a bunch of people and party (laughs) no 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 yeah Yeah, we won't say that on air right right i I wanted to keep that open because i'm the following year there like (laughs) well that's what each on our buddy he was on last season he did that for me and keith nailed it FedEx's his keys. We went and stayed at his place in Chicago one weekend. Uh-huh. He was gone. Same thing, you know. It's awesome. But yeah, just different venues in different cities. Do you remember like, any just... of the, the 2003? 2003 was maybe, cr- Do you remember anything? Oh, yeah. Like, out? You, it's ridiculous. Like, ben Harper and G Love were there. Jack Johnson. Um, the ones that stick out for me were the ones that I had never heard. And just like Spoon. Spoon mm-hmm. was just breaking then. Because it was 2003, I caught him. I'm like, oh, yeah, these guys are awesome. Like Robert O'Keen, who had been around for a while, I had never seen him or heard him, and boom, like, it's like, oh, good stuff. But just, they're like, the bigger, I'm trying to remember who the actual headliners were. Was that REM year? Like, because they had some, you know, like, one year I went, it was REM. The next year, I think it was, like, Coldplay was a headliner. But just, like, Black Keys, the third year I went down there is when they were, that was oh. Five, and they were just starting to blow yeah. up that unreal that is great it was i don't know it was probably before covid but it was black keys and cage the elephant opened up for him and that was one show i was like man i've never seen either uh, one i really was that the joe was it, that or it, was that it could have been it okay. could even have been at the joe it could have been pre pre LCA yeah for sure. um and i'm like man that was one i really wanted to go to and i just Kind of kick myself. No, they, I, Black Keys are a lucky one that I got on the ground floor, too. So I caught them at ACL, but then when I came back, um, maybe I'm out of order, but they were playing up in Toronto, Toronto Opera House. So it's like 500-seat venue. Oh, wow. Yeah, so my buddy and I got our tickets, just drove up, got a hotel, 
you know, got to see him in this tiny little place. You know, now it's, you know, LCA if you want to see him. You know, right, so. <laughs> right. Um, so how many shows have you been to, Paul? So I'm up to, <laughs> and this is, I had to this get is, all my old dubs um, and count them up, and I may have lost some, but I'm pretty sure I'm at 428. Say, wow. If you haven't noticed, the guy has been to some shows. <laughs> 400, yeah. So 428. Yeah. You know, that, because I've put my number somewhere, it's about 200, probably a little bit over. Um, and I used to keep track. That's how this whole thing started, blah, right. blah, blah. And I'm, I love that you did that. And that was the funny thing, because when we were talking in between Blonde Shell and Liz Fair, we were just talking about concerts we went to, and it was like every single one we would mention, we were like, I was there. I was, I was there. Right, was like, right. But we met each other two and a half months ago. Like, somehow we were, we were meant to be on this exactly. show. Yeah. So, yeah, with the spreadsheet, the reason I started doing the spreadsheet is I had saved all my old concerts. Which stops. are right over there. We're here in this bag. <laughs> and uh, But they were starting to fade. You know, the old Hudson's printers that they would, uh-huh. Dot Matrix printers, uh-huh. they were starting to fade. So I'm like, you know, while I can still kind of remember and the n- dates are on there, I'm just going to put them all in the spreadsheet. So I put the concert, the date, the venue, and who I went with. So, nice. Yeah. That's exactly what I used to keep track of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like now in social media days, it's easier because you can go back on your timeline. Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, 2019, I was here or there. Oh. But this is, you know, like I don't have pictures from these no. shows or anything like no, that. You know, it's, you know? <laughs> and uh, so you mentioned Hudson's because um, you used to actually have to go to a place, yeah. give cash or a credit card. And get a physical ticket. So yeah. Is that was your go-to? Was Hudson's? Hudson? Or? Well, there was off the, you know, there's a place in downtown Flint that would have it by the Capitol Theater. So, like, in you, the Hudson's would have the huge lines. Everybody like, <laughs> oh, you know, so-and-so is going on sale today. we got to get in line or whatever. We'd go over the IMA or the downtown Flint one, and, you know, there'd be, like, two people. Did like, you used to uh-huh. camp out for them? Or? Uh, the only one I ever camped out was for the Rolling Stones in 89 at the Silverdome. Okay. But we actually went down there and got the tickets at the Silverdome. Oh, wow. So, yeah, my buddy and I, we had a football game that night, Friday night. Got done with our football game. Drove mom and dad. We're going to camp out for Rolling Stones tickets. And went down there, camped out in the parking lot. And it was a huge party. Absolutely. And then, that was yeah, the best. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> we used to have you know, Showerman's Party Store that was just down, a few miles down the road and People in be, Livonia, yeah. Yeah, in Livonia, just camped up along the side of the building. Everyone's yeah. having a good time. and Those were the days, man. Yeah, because nowadays it's like, i got to get on my phone right at 10. Yep, I'm, right. I'm, I'm waiting in the mm-hmm. queue. Right. <laughs> you're getting screwed the whole time. Right. The whole time you're in the queue, you're just getting screwed. You're just right. getting yep. it to me. Messages, <laughs> <are> <laughs> messages are popping up. Awesome, I got third level. And right. At 10.03. <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. As opposed to staying in line, you're not getting screwed. You're having a fucking great time. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, and that was the thing. Like knowing you're going to get a ticket. If you were a couple hundred people back, you'd be kind of sweating. <coughs> and like, am I going to get one? You know, cause right. if it was a big show. You could get screwed. Yeah. You know, because they would go like that. And I mean, there. Was, that was the thing too. You'd walk up there, and you know, people are looking. I want to get these. And, no, just best available. Best, go. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Move it along. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! And of course, we mentioned before the place we used to camp out also sold honey baked hams. <laughs> <laughs> and there was one time there was this huge line, and these old ladies go, "Is this the line for hams?" <laughs> <laughs> Back there, lady. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> he ain't getting my hand. <laughs> so where else you been? What other big shows? I mean, like, so festival-wise, my first festival was Woodstock 96. 94. Or 94, 94. 94. Yep, 94, yeah, yeah. So I didn't go to the 99 one, but 94, I went. And that Which was, was the good one. Right, yeah, it was, yeah. It was the Mud People, you know. Right, yeah, but it was, like, Metallica, like, I, you Green know. Green Day. Green Day. I mean, it was a good mix, and they had a lot of the older like original yeah Woodstock like a joel too. cocker was there yeah, yeah it's my Crosby, only time i think was there yeah you know? yeah you know so you said a good mix and then that 99 it was yeah. like all new metal all the time and <laughs> just break everything because it sucks right <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah exactly yeah I watched, I watched the documentary <laughs> right. on that one. i'm, like, I'm glad i didn't go that one like we just they didn't have quite the facility it was mud just everywhere fortunately like my friends that i went with they're like we're gonna camp on the highest ground we can and it saved us because absolutely shit rolls downhill uh-huh. <laughs> and it was it was a mess but that one also now, where was that one? that was it was in near woodstock new york okay. so yeah but, but it wasn't um, at the original so. right exactly but it was a farmland type deal so it was just all out in the open see my brother-in-law went to 99 and that was on an Air Force Base. Yeah, he said it was the worst thing ever because it was just nothing but concrete, no shade, just wide mm-hmm. open. Yeah. So, but, done completely wrong. Right, <laughs> but so that one fell into my lap. So I'm I'm working at the Olive Garden, and my my buddies from... Endless uh, possible. <laughs> right. Endless And my buddies, like, you know, reach out to me. They're like, hey, our friend can't go to Woodstock. We have an extra oh, ticket. Awesome. You know, get all your shifts picked up. You know, meet us in West Virginia, at, you know, tomorrow. <laughs> So I'm like, all right. So I go in, get all my shifts picked up. I go get my change jar, roll all my change, so I can have cash to go to the show mm-hmm. and uh, head out. And you know, had a great, great time. Thank you, Jen Bush, for not being able to go and get down there. <laughs> Meet us in West Virginia. Right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And you're coming from Michigan, I assume. Michigan. Yeah, they were coming okay. from uh, Georgia, and so we we're kind of meeting up there. And, uh, yeah. yeah, but I'm like, yeah, <laughs> whatever. I'm like, yep. How old were you? I was, uh, let's see, 20, yeah. let's see, 96, so Four. I was 24, 94. yeah. 94 yeah. it was. Oh, 94, 22, 22, yeah. 22. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when we're in our 20s, yeah, I'll meet you in West yeah. Virginia to go to back up to right. New York. Right, <laughs> That was kind of like when we went to New Orleans via Kankakee, Illinois. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's right on the way. Mm-hmm. Right. Just go that, that way. to go to Benny's buddy's house. Yeah. Crazy trip from beginning to end. Like we, as we're driving to New York through Pennsylvania, like we get lost. Next thing you know, we're in like Puxatawney. Like it just, it just <laughs> and just keep reliving it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. But that was the funny same thing. Like you, we used to drive all over the place. I have no idea where we're going. Right. So you just kind of get close. You stop. Yeah. Yep. Someone have the trusty atlas in the back. For something you, like that, eventually you probably just see the line of cars. And like, all right, we know we're here. Like, right. For New Orleans, like Mardi Gras. And yeah. Finally, like you're on like the I-10 or something it is down there. And all of a sudden you're in a parking lot. Like, all right. It's, we're yeah. in the right spot. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Must be it. Yeah. So what else? Because yeah, the only festivals <clears throat> I've ever really been to has been the Horde Fest or Lollapalooza. All right, so like you have gone Fest, not like, like yep. the you know the the Bonnaroo or something. Right, I yeah, like do Bonnaroo and now Bonnaroo. Like, yeah, it's tough now. Like I went uh, twice in the mid two thousand. That's when I first saw the Heartless Bastards was oh four Bonnaroo. Okay, but um. But yeah, I've done Bonnaroo, and then I went back. So I did an 04, 05, or 05, 06. And then uh, I went back in like 2015. 
And that was still like, that was, it was a lot of stuff I was still into, super happy to see. Right. But now I look at the lineups and I'm like, eh, then go with different. I feel like that's like, more of a young man's game. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. So like this year I went to Jazz Fest in New Orleans and that was, was that? just, it was all over the place. You know, like I saw Ludacris, I saw Tom Jones, I <laughs> saw Mumford and Sons. Like it was just, really? it was, yeah, it was everything. So. Love Mumford and Sons. And then what was cool with that is all the live music venues around town would host bands. So, you know, after hours, because the, the festival itself only went till 11 mm-hmm. and so, or actually 7, it was early. But then you go hit spots afterwards, go get a good meal, then, you know. Nice. But, yeah, that was, I would definitely go back there. But Bonnaroo, a few times. Sorry, but how is the the crowd there? Like, is it, like, is it almost a Mardi Gras where it's packed like that? No, it's, it's, I mean, it's it's packed. It's in the middle of a horse racing track. So. Okay. So they've got maybe five or six stages, you know, the grandstands will have a stage underneath them. They got the big stages at each time, which is pretty cool is you can walk the whole horse racing track. And pick up like four or five different stages. So you'll be at one section oh, of the track. You can hear, you know, the South Main stage. Isn't and it amazing you, how it doesn't pick up the other? Right. There's a yeah. time. There's a little in between. Like you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you can hear both. But yeah. Takes ten steps. the old downtown. You know, when you're walking down uh, uh, Fremont the, Street. Yeah, Fremont yeah. Street. And there was like three different bands, but it was like you're only hearing the one you're actually there. Was, right. Yeah. I was really surprised how they yep. can, can. Yeah, do just kind of have the you uh-huh. know. It is amazing. I've always been interested because me and Neil went to Mardi Gras in 2000. You know, the world was supposed to end, so we really lived it up. (laughs) uh, We're still here. We're still here. But uh, we didn't melt. That that was insane. I would never do another Mardi Gras ever because it was just nasty. No, yeah, I go down there non Mardi Gras time to check out New Orleans. But the Jazz Fest I've always been interested in, just because, like you said, there's it's. You know, they call it Jazz Fest, but, but there's so many different acts. Exactly. And when is the Jazz Fest? That was the end of May, or beginning of May. Beginning of May. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't really matter. New Orleans doesn't get terrible weather, but it's probably May be really nice. nice well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it's probably hot, actually. Yeah, it was a little <laughs> steamy, but not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> nice. What else you got coming up? So my next show is G G Love and the Special Sauce. So it's a 30-year anniversary of his first album. You know what? So... I wasn't sure how I felt about these, right? These 30th anniversary, but you know what? After this fair, I'm sh- I have to love it. Yes. <laughs> well, no, because that is our sweet spot. Like right. you said, it brings you back to either college or high school, but it's all right in that time frame. And I'm like, yeah, that was sweet. And then I meant to ask that. How many other shows have you been to that you can remember for you too, Neil, like where they went through and played the entire album straight through? A handful like Sturgill Simpson, he'll do that when he releases a new album, like uh, at Royal Oak, maybe about seven or eight years ago, and just did the new album beginning to end, and then the second set was you know everything else. Right, yeah. right. But yeah, not a ton like that. I'm, you know, I've only seen so the Liz Fair was I think the third one. I saw Lou Reed. It was in '92 ish. His Magic and Loss album, where one of his co-writers had passed. So you played that whole, uh-huh. but then I was like you said, social media is great. So you can go back and look at set lists. Right, one they don't have that one, but I was looking all around there. Like he played that whole album. He played ten more songs, you know, and like just seeing those songs is like it was worth it. Right. The other one though, and I think you might have been with right Neil Young. Neil Young. It and was the the Green. Yes. Whatever. Album. Oh, Greendale or something yes. like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was at 
pine knob. And but that wasn't like advertised as that. It was like you showed <laughs> up. And it was like, I can tell by the look on your yeah. face. And it was like, like oh, on the screen. It was terrible. <laughs> you know, I like, love you, Neil screen. Young, but it was terrible. <laughs> we were pissed. The tree was with us. But yeah, we walked in. It was like on the screens. It said, you know, Lou, uh, Neil Young will be playing the Greendale album in its full, you know, entirety or whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck? Right. You know. And, <laughs> Neil Young's got some hit or miss. Right. Especially his solo shit. Yeah. Right? yeah. You know? And then get through it all. You're like, all right, here we go. And I think he played three goddamn songs after uh, that. <laughs> no, yeah, it was like a hurricane, uh, you know, rocking in the free world and something. Right. So it was awesome, but it was like, did not make up for that mediocre right. album. That well, there were three out. songs, <laughs> probably had like 15 minutes of clip. So you got right. 45 yeah. minutes of all this stuff. <laughs> But yeah, it was But I like the Liz Farrow and then the other one actually coming up, a thirtieth anniversary is Diggable Planets. I don't know if you guys have heard of them. Kalamazoo State Theater, that's January twenty fifth. It's a Thursday night. And what was the thirtieth to that we Oh uh, G Love and Special Sauce. G Love Love and the Special Sauce. And where is that? The Ark. The Ark in Ann Arbor. So I mean that's like yeah, postage stamp size. Please. Exactly. That's that's my favorite live music conven- venue in uh, Michigan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The uh, so G Love and Special Sauce opened up for Government Mule, which I went to, and they did uh, Dark Side of the Mule. So yeah, I went to the Dark Side of the Mule this summer at Pine Knob. What do you think? I I loved it. We, well, I, at first I thought it was just gonna be Dark Side of the Moon, mm-hmm. like beginning then, like we were just mm-hmm. talking about, right? But they just did all different Pink Floyd, which I'm happy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah. And that was what I, so we went, you know, and saw, actually, no, that wasn't. G-Love Special Sauce opened up for Jack Johnson. Yeah. Sorry. So that's what it was at Pine Knob. It was, uh, Government Mule was Avett Brothers. All right. So we went to Avett Brothers, which was super cool, because hardly anyone's there at Pine Knob opening up. And then Government Mule was playing, I'm like, the hell is this? This is all Pink Floyd. Right, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Warren Hayes or whatever from, yeah. uh. Allman Brothers. Right, right, right. So I'm like, what is going on here? You know, and, and then I'm starting to kind of get into it, but it was like me and my wife and my brother in law and some girl he was with, and they were all like, what the? Yeah. So we took off. Like, oh, How about no. we all go back to Howell? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It's right around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> so you got G Love or anything else you actually. Not, yeah, I do have stuff, but I can't think of them. You know, no. it's, yeah. <laughs> well. So, I, yeah, well, I was wondering because you go to a lot of shows. I'm like, that was my question. <laughs> yeah, what are you going? What are you going to go see? But you other than G Love, there. Yeah, there's a couple other ones, but I. But cannot. nothing you can't. That's, right. Yeah. That's fine. Let us know. Oh, for sure. So <laughs> I'm super pumped. Man. Me, like I said, me and Neil are going to Big Head Todd and the Monsters at St. Yeah, Andrews. and that one's definitely on my radar. That is a Sunday show. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, January 21st. So what, like three weeks from now. Yeah, it's going to be sweet. St. Andrews. St. Andrews. Oh, yeah, St. Andrews. Hell, yeah. And then we got Portugal, the man, February 16th. And then we got Porno for Pyros, February 27th, which is now turned, because we were supposed to go in October. So me, Neil, and John Shack were supposed to go to that, and all of a sudden there's a cancellation or postponement, but they refunded everyone their money because they're working on new material, and it's not quite ready yet. All right. Which really meant apparently ticket sales weren't doing very well. <laughs> <laughs> In the meantime, one. the bass player was like, all right, 
I'm in for the new music, I'm not in for the tour. So now they've relaunched it as a farewell tour. But it's uh, Perry, was it Peter Stefano on guitar, Stephen Perkins drum, and they got uh, Mike Watt back on Oh, bass. nice. Okay. So I'm like, that's super sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, cause he that, played, he played with them for a while. So that's a certain point. And then... Like I said, bass player was like, I'm out. And then all of a sudden, they did like this pop-up for their new music in L.A. And Mike Lott was playing, which fueled like the rumor. And then they just confirmed that. So I'm pretty excited. The well, main, that, main floor. Yeah. Main floor at the Fillmore. I, I'm so excited for that. Okay. That show got canceled from a Friday night. <laughs> to a Tuesday. To, to a Tuesday oh, night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll still go and see yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still go. Yeah. Well, um... I will say, it has been awesome having you on, Paul. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me. Um, and it's amazing, like we said, how many times we've been at the same show. And I can't wait to see how many more times we'll be at the same yeah. show. Right, right. But the best part is we'll actually know it through right. social media. Yep. Exactly. You well, know, so I'll hit you up, too, because you're kind of on the way now. Oh, like I'm coming from Fens. So I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's meet at the parking and ride. That's what, I was that's what I was saying. Let us know yeah. what no, shows you're going to. That's we'll probably the beauty go to. of it. Um, and I'm not going to lie. I've, not that I've been an anti-social media guy, but it's just like I've seen it just take up so much time. But now it's like, now that I've been starting to use them, I see the benefits. So that, you know, like going to Liz Fair, like, it was cool to be able to just catch up with you for right. 10, 15 minutes. And well, I, and normally, I would have never known you were even there. Yeah, mm -hmm. and like at our age, it's it's tough to get people to go to shows. You're like, mm -hmm. oh, I got my kids' activities. Yeah. You know, I got to work in the morning or whatever. So, yeah, just like I have actually a group called the Good Call Paul Concert Group. Oh, that's what I meant, to, I meant to ask you about group. that. So, yeah. yeah, your group on Facebook. What is it, it? It's called Good Call Paul Concert Crew. <laughs> and it's just our local people like, hey, this show, these shows are coming up. Who wants to go? And then, you know, just kind of getting support. Like, so my buddy Jim, I, I call him Concert buddy Jim so like <laughs> we were playing drop in hockey maybe like 15 16 years ago and afterwards we're getting beers and uh just start talking about music and we named like you know six or seven shows that both of us had been in like mm -hmm. at the like in previous years like oh dude we need to exchange numbers just because they like he's a single guy no kids so it's like concert buddy it's like right. yeah he's up for almost any show I you know because he, he likes you know more the you know the the folk the you know rock or whatever but like this last summer i'm like hey man wu-tang clan you want to oh. go check it out <laughs> and, he, and he's like you know i'd like to i'm game and boom you know we're down where was that at that was at pine knob no shit yeah they killed it too did it they was, did yeah. you have good um, did you get like pavilions i just got lawn yeah, okay yeah, just yeah. wondering did, but it still sounded good yeah yeah, yeah. yeah cuz hip hop shows you know it's hit and miss yeah. with the sound but yeah they mm -hmm. they, they, they had to dial huh. in dang That'd be fun. Yeah. That was just this past summer. Was that yes, last what summer? Is this, what yeah, is the spreadsheet tell you? <laughs> yeah. I feel like it might have been last summer, like twenty-two. Dang, dude. Wu Tang, yeah, September twenty-two. Nice. <laughs> Unreal. <clears throat> That's Vito checking in. That's bad. <laughs> yeah. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> sure tell Vito. I said, "Wow, Wu Tang, that'd be sweet." Um, you know, that's one thing I, I don't see many rap shows. Right, you and know, there's not, there, you know, they, they don't come. I did come go to Tyler, the creator, you know, when I took my kids, it was awesome. You know, it was, it was a really good show. Yeah, like that ludicrous. Like it's kind of hit or miss. Yeah. But, you know, it was him, one man on the stage, two stages, and just, yeah. it, was, it was really good. Um, 
you know, like I said, Diggable Plans is coming up. I really want to go see that um, on the that 25th, was... Kalamazoo. 25th so, of what, January? Yeah. Oh, why so soon? I know. And, <laughs> and four days after Big Hunt, it's like they right, said, yeah. you go through those waves, right? Right, yeah. It's like, holy crap, I got like six shows in the next three weeks. Right, and no, I had like, like three, this last year, I had like two months. Two, three, and it's like, oh my God, I'm having draws. What am I getting yeah. to another one? <laughs> Or back-to-back nights, I, that killed me a couple of times. Like, <laughs> like I had my show, but then my oldest, like, "Hey, Dad, you know we're going this show too." I'm like, "Oh, that's the same." Next day, <laughs> I'll rough. go. I yeah. guess. I know we did little pumpkins on September 6th, Greta Van Fleet September 8th, and then I was going to Indiana for Pearl Jam on the 10th. Oh yeah. On the way down, they canceled it. So, but I'm like, I haven't done that shit since like. No, bring the earplugs. Yeah, uh, I I keep them on my keychain nowadays. Got the earplugs there so I don't forget them. (laughs) Do you wear them all the time? Every show or just? It all depends on the venue and how loud it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like the arc, I don't need them, but you know, other shows. Reminds me, actually, I meant to bring this up. Ben Harper. Yes. He never brought out an acoustic guitar. No. I was kind of surprised at that, because when you think about his Live from Mars album, that was him and the Innocent Criminals. Right. And, I mean, it was heavy. It was half and half, really. Right, right. And it was later on, I'm like, the next day, I'm like, holy shit, he never Never, acted, which was fine by me, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's almost like some of his songs, the way he played, the electric was more mellow, I'll say. Right. He seemed more mellow this show. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'd agree, yeah. Even on some of the slide songs, you know, like Faded, he kind of got into it a bit, but even more of that was kind of a trippy... Right, More yeah. like psychedelic, more psychedelic rock, yeah, Which was cool, sure. too, because right. I've never really seen that from yeah. him. But I thought it was, it was a kind of a totally different Ben Harper show of what I've seen before. Yeah, which is great, because you don't want the same thing Absolutely. every time. Like, I got to see him at Hill Auditorium one time, and it was just him on the stage. And he just had, like, a half circle of instruments behind him, and he would just go grab one. Do a song, go put it back. You know, Damn. go grab the next one. Do a and song. It was sweet. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was incredible. Well, at this show in Royal Oak, at one point he stopped in front of the microphone and like sang this song, which to me sounded amazing. Yeah, we were right there. How it sounded way in the back, who knows? Right. And I was like, wow. I mean, the dude has pipes. You yeah, know? he's definitely got it. So pipes and good stories, like just real good stories, like the Leonard Cohen story he was telling about Leonard Cohen just. Dis- Floating through the instrument store and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, yeah, he played Hallelujah. Right? Yep. 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 I think I stepped outside for that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So at, it's been awesome having you on. Hey, yeah, Paul. Um, thank you very much for coming. And and to be honest, I could see us having you on like a half a dozen more times before yeah. this whole thing is all said and done. I'm, um, but it. we will definitely stay in touch uh, through Facebook, through your Facebook group about shows coming up. Because um, we got a full docket, make sure we let you know what's coming up, whatever you're going to, and uh, we'll probably check it out. But uh, it's been awesome having you on, Neil. I can't believe we're back, dude. Season two. We did it. We just fucking killed another one. <laughs> just fucking slaying them left and right, dude. That's how we do. But no, thanks for uh, for listening, everyone out there, and we'll check you out with the next one. All right. See you.